0: That Matt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hello, and welcome to Justice Losers, the most unqualified podcast discussing entertainment, news, and reviews. I'm your host, Preston, joined as always by my delightful co host.
1: No, I already did it.
0: You already did it. I got interrupted through the first through first run through of the thing. Gage can cobble something fun together, maybe. Fat Matt,
1: that's me. What should people do? People should like, subscribe, and tell a friend, and check us out on TikTok at Just Us Losers Pod. Yeah. Uh, maybe the algorithm has rescued us this week, but yeah. who knows? We live at the whims of the algorithm. Uh mm-hmm. huh. Um. So say your prayers to the uh to the algorithm altar, and uh. So what what are the things we're supposed to do on TikTok? You're supposed to like. Sh- Share, save, follow, and comment?
0: Close. Like, save, share, and comment. Share and also comment. Also follow.
1: Like, save, share, follow, comment. Yeah. The five so pillars of our face. So
0: there's like a whole bunch of things on the side, on the right side of the, the TikTok. Just do all of them.
1: Is one of them like a dislike or thumbs down nope. kind of situation? Okay. It's literally perfect. a
0: heart, a comment, a little banner thing that's a save, mm-hmm. like save to collections, then there's a little share button, and then there's your profile that you can click on if perfect. you're
1: so we'll just quick tap through all those although for the comment one quick tap and then you know, you know take type, the time to write out, out a thoughtful and or witty and or stupid and controversial comment
0: yeah oh controversial would be best
1: yes yeah, that'd if you be want, if you
0: get on that on that tiktok and you're like oh like i think that uh black people aren't found underwater <laughs> <laughs> shout out to all those racists talking about a uh, little mermaid
1: <laughs> that wasn't going to make a lot of sense there unless you either provided context <laughs> or people have been listening since last week which is a i order. Yeah. Maybe um, yeah. like we have a
0: giant spike in listenership. Yep. Which, apparently, uh, we're getting double the downloads since we started posting on TikToks. We're, like, actually possibly noticing a difference.
1: Well, okay. Look at that. Yeah. Let's well, up the TikTok.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's up to Gage, his capacity.
1: I mean, it's also up to our capacity to produce meaningful content on any level.
0: With that thing, you don't need a whole bunch of meaningful. You just need a... you. With that quality over over quantity over quality is the method to go. Yeah, but I just expect higher quality, which we have yet to actually meet. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, Matt, what you been up to?
1: Uh, well, I had another chess tournament.
0: Another chess tournament. How'd you do?
1: Uh. Had almost the exact same result as the last one, so tied for third, uh, <laughs> okay. three wins, one draw, one loss, but it was against much stronger opposition this time. Nice. Um, and there were a couple of big positives. Good. Um, What's your biggest takeaway from this one? Uh, one big positive takeaway is I spent a lot of time ahead of time trying to make sure <laughs> I was in good shape physically. Okay, And I think that made a huge difference Yeah, because usually I get to the end of a two-day weekend tournament with five rounds and I am just bone-tired, exhausted. I go home and go straight to bed, basically. Mm-hmm. This one, I got out of the last game and I was just bouncing off the walls, super full of energy. I felt it had nothing great. to do with the line of coke you did? Uh, we don't, no, that's, no, no. <laughs> do you do the coke before or
0: after your game?
1: Uh, usually in the middle, so I'll get through the opening, because I'll just, I'll remember that okay, and then I'm like, okay, we're getting into a complicated position, I need some energy here. Gotcha.
0: I do it any. T- <laughs> I do it anytime I, uh, someone takes one of my pieces. I just take it, take a line.
1: For you, that's probably uh, quite a bit then. Yeah,
0: I, it's how many pieces are there on a board?
1: You have sixteen of your own.
0: I take sixteen lines.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, um, that would be impressive for me to make it all the way to them taking my king after everything has been taken. Mm-hmm. Is that ever been done? Is that a thing that can happen? Where I mean, like take literally the, the king is the only piece left. Oh yeah. Okay.
1: Really? Yeah. Huh. Um it did not happen in any of my games this past weekend, but How do you
0: is it possible to recover from that
1: where you have just a king? Yeah. No, you can't get anything back. So the best you can do is hope for a draw. all
0: right
1: Yeah. Um yeah, uh I still felt like my calculation was a little off. It was better than it was at the last one. Mm. Um but there were a couple of moments where I saw a position and Probably trusted my calculation more than I should have, and it led me to a bad decision. Mm. Um, one of them was very frustrating because um, I was also doing some actual work to prepare for this tournament. And part of that work is I was reading a book on complicated rook end games. Interesting book, really fascinating book, really loving it. Um, and in my round four game, I got into a complicated rook end game. I was like, ah, okay. I know this sort of stuff. I know what I'm doing here. And I played it out and I played it out. And I went back and checked afterwards. It ended, did it, a, it, yeah, it, it ended in wrong. Yeah, it ended in a draw, um, but I was kind of pressing the whole time, and I knew I was pressing the whole time. Um, and I had two just dead-winning ideas that I missed. Um, and both of them, I sort of spotted the idea, but just misevaluated it. Mm. And both of them, especially the first one, was very similar to an exercise I'd done out of the book in the past two weeks.
0: That's embarrassing for you. That
1: was that was very frustrating. That <laughs> makes me think I'm not studying very effectively. So yeah, I'm going to I'm going to have to reassess a couple things there.
0: Is that like uh, just kind of a, a retention like you remembering that studying it or like you when you're actively studying, you're not doing it right.
1: I think when I'm actively studying, I'm not doing it right as part of the problem. Um, and I think the problem is not retention because I remembered the particular exercise. Gotcha. Um, that I was thinking of.
0: You just didn't get all the information that you should
1: have. I yeah, well it it yeah, it was the synthesis of here's a situation where this idea would apply. Gotcha. And it was it was I mean, it was also partly a calculation moment. I didn't fully understand the implications of the difference between two different ideas. Okay. Um and I think it was just me not seeing far enough down the line. Right. So interesting moment um but ever this is a really random question have you ever seen the
0: uh the debate about who would win in a chess game someone who can read the other's mind or uh, someone who could see in the future you ever seen that debate you never heard about this based on your face
1: the i think my head just exploded (laughs) because you get into some weird metaphysical implications with this
0: oh yeah like that's uh, it's (laughs) it's honestly i don't play chess and i barely understand i understand the game mm-hmm. uh as much as you can understand how it works um
1: you know how the pieces move
0: yeah um and it usually devolves into specifically how the powers work mm-hmm. um like how does the person who's yeah. reading into the future how how do they do that versus how does the mind reader read mm-hmm. that but I know anyway that's I was just curious if you heard that and had any insight but uh well based, I figured since it's very yeah. fresh for you you have all of the insights and now you're thinking uh, through all of them well
1: no basic gut level is it has to be the mind reader because the person who sees into the future can't alter the future right they're dr manhattan then
0: well that depends on how they're, pro- how they're exactly it all it, it depends
1: yeah. on the mechanics yeah so I, I'm coming at it from Watchmen is my gospel so, yeah fair um, enough yeah um, but yeah, no, uh, the draw was kind of dumb. The loss was to the best player in the state, so that's nice. kind of excusable. But uh, I did have a better position at one point, and I knew it, mm-hmm. and I made a bad decision. There was a, there was an opportunity I could win a pawn, and I thought, oh, look, there's a pawn. I'm going to go up a pawn against the best player in the state. Calculated for about 10 minutes, and I was like, it's probably fine. Probably nothing bad's going to happen to me if I take it. <laughs> and I took it, and some bad stuff happened. <laughs> And I defended pretty well it's after that. Like the that, TikTok
0: but it, sounds like, and nothing can go wrong. Oh no, it all went wrong.
1: <laughs> well, I gave the position to one of my students who's rated about a thousand. Um, and that, that's not higher than you, is it? That's about half as much as me. Oh, okay. If, if we, oh, played, you're like
0: eighteen. You're almost at eighteen hundred, right?
1: I'm over twenty fifty.
0: What? You're 20, not a master yet. Twenty
1: no, two hundred is master.
0: Okay, that's what you're thinking. thinking okay, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, yeah, so I gave it to a student that if I were to play him in a tournament, I'd be expected to win 100 games in a row against Gotcha, him, basically. Um, and he... And you spotted... remind him every day. <laughs> I would clobber you. <laughs> no, I did have a student who's getting a little too big for his britches, so I had to... And humble him. humble him a little bit. But um, No, I showed it to this student, and I was like, so there's a couple things here. We could make some move, and he immediately spotted the right move, which was not taking the pawn, um, and I... <laughs> And I said, well, there's also this opportunity we could take the pawn. And did you think about that? And he's like, yeah, that doesn't look very good. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of humbling. (laughs) Yeah, great. Okay, thanks. Uh, It was good. No, the exercise, the point of the exercise was to show him that strong players make a mistake. Because he's going into a tournament this week where he's going to be the lowest rated in the division. And Mm. the strongest player is going to be about as good as me. I got you. um, Anyway uh and my last round game was a really spectacular win over a master from colorado which is cool hell yeah so they
0: were probably stoned probably do you have any idea how different substances affect your ability to play
1: uh after watching queen's Gambit, <laughs> <laughs> uh i know that alcohol makes me significantly worse but i figure yeah yeah caffeine kind of depends on my energy level if okay. i'm going in and i'm really low energy caffeine will give me a boost and bring me up but if i'm at normal energy level and i have caffeine it probably gives me too much energy and i'm jittery moving too fast
0: yeah i totally get i i totally get that (laughs) i've had like far too much caffeine when i'm at work and like specifically focusing on like a kind Mm -hmm. of a um so basically three kinds of tasks that i find myself doing one of them is investigative Mm -hmm. where i'm like why is this not working? And like having like look at numbers, lots of having three monitors with Excel all open, like looking mm-hmm. at like cross or everything, everything. Uh and I was trying to do one of those when I was like very hyped up on caffeine. I was like, I cannot focus on any given number.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it becomes very superficial surface level C move make
0: move. Yep. Yeah.
1: Not great. Um I don't have any other substances that I have meaningful. I don't know if you time. like
0: had like peers and stuff in the chess community who like do smoke or heroin I'm
1: <laughs> no not that I, know of. I do know that uh martin and i you know martin yeah uh we played at a tournament once and for lunch i had a, a nice fresh salad and he had kfc and the game mm. lasted about 15 moves <laughs> <laughs> he was just sluggish and missing stuff and kfc means normal.
0: can't f- chess <laughs>
1: <laughs> beautiful magnificent okay all right anything else uh, yeah, um, keeping on the chess train because we just want to alienate you if you're here from TikTok. Hell yeah. Um, this is not me specifically, but the chess world has blown up the past couple of weeks with Magnus Carlsen
0: lost, didn't he?
1: Oh, Man. there's so much more to the story. Than oh God. That. <laughs> so let's set the stage. Hans Niemann, uh is an American teenager. He's 19. Yep um he was i have
0: weirdly seen all of this i've someone ended up on chess
1: tiktok yeah this is how big this is it's because you spend time with me that's
0: true literally i we talk about chess and my phone hears it it's like cool that's what you're interested in hey preston's phone chess (laughs) chess (laughs) chess chess
1: you did not see that
0: don't stop (laughs) it
1: (laughs) anyway um so set the stage a little bit for people who haven't found themselves on chess tiktok um hans neiman uh was a few years ago he was one of the strongest most promising uh, american junior players um i for some reason it was a quora question at some point um was looking into all the players that were playing the u.s junior championship in 2019 and looking at how many rating points they were gaining in a year or what Mm -hmm. the maximum number of rating points they gained in a year at some point was and he gained over a thousand points in a year at one point which is quite impressive god Except I had a student do that this past year. I have another student who has gained 650 points in six months. Nice. So You got the next Hans oh, Niemanns. Oh, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, so he had, he was a good promising junior. He became a grandmaster. He was a good player. He was not quite world class at that mm-hmm. point. But he was like 16. Uh, pandemic happens. And Hans goes full hibernation study chess 12 hours a day. Don't talk to anyone mode. I oh, am. Yeah. Studies chess 12 hours a day, doesn't talk to anyone, pandemic restrictions start lifting, he starts going to tournaments. Over the past two years, he played somewhere in the neighborhood of 250 to 300 tournament games, Okay. which for someone at that level, you'd usually expect more like 30, 40. Okay. So, massive amount of chess, basically just living out of a suitcase, playing as much as he could, Mm -hmm. and shooting up the rating ladder, as you'd expect from someone who's playing a whole lot.
0: And winning uh, yeah of a vast majority i assume uh,
1: winning enough to pick up a lot of rating yeah. points and gain some respect um there's a tournament a couple of weeks ago uh, just finished up a couple of days ago actually uh in st louis the Sinkfield cup it's one of the biggest and high pro- most high profile invitational tournaments in the world every year okay uh 10 of the top players in the world um this year magnus carlson current world champion although not for long. He's abdicated his throne, which is a whole mm-hmm. other interesting thing, um, along with uh, eight of the other top 20 or so players in the world. Uh, and then Hans Nieman, who was invited kind of last minute to replace someone who had uh, either visa issues or something. Might have got the COVID. Might have got the COVID. I don't remember. <laughs> exactly. Um, but he got called in last minute as a wild card to replace it. Uh, First round Hans Niemann uh, draws with a good position against uh, one of these top five guys I I should point out at this point Hans Niemann is like top 50 in the world Okay So he's not quite at that top tier but he's clearly on the rise and is close enough to give these guys a game Second round he beats one of these guys Okay Third round he's paired against Magnus Carlsen and he's playing black um, Which at the high levels white wins about twice as often as black Oh Hans Niemann beats the world champion Okay Okay this is impressive. American teenager beats the world champion with black.
0: Is this among the time that like there's like a a, a clip of Magnus Carlson, kind of wandering around, and he like starts paying attention to some other. Uh, that was a different game. tournament. Oh, okay. He's like, like paying attention to the other game. And he's like, oh shit, it's my turn. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, it's distracted. Uh, I I do this every now and then. so I like to get up and wander between moves. Okay. I realize that I I don't. I don't know. I just don't have the focus to sit and stare at the board yeah. for the full six hours or whatever it's going to take. So I'll get up and I'll walk a little bit and just keep, keep my blood pumping, keep my energy moving. Mm-hmm. Big time power move is get up. Your opponent makes a move. You just kind of glance at it and then walk away anyway, and just still walk between the boards a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I don't even care. <laughs> uh, I did that a couple times. Nice. It's fun. Um, anyway, the next day prior to the fourth round, um, mere minutes before the fourth round Magnus Carlsen posts on Twitter I'm withdrawing from the Sinkfield Cup Attaches a Five second video clip of some soccer coach At some point, viral clip of some soccer coach At some point saying If I say more I'll be in trouble hmm. Chess world explodes with speculation I
0: kind of remember hearing about this
1: So the uh, The clear implication Is that Magnus thinks Hans was cheating
0: Oh yeah, yeah 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 and like, there's like, because like, I remember hearing somebody like, "How do you, uh, how do you cheat? How do you cheat in like in-person chess?" Mm-hmm. And so, like, one of the speculations is that there's a way you can basically like do a computer in your clothes where you're controlling like inputs with your toes
1: mm-hmm. and
0: like getting vibrations of like how like what moves you should do. Yeah
1: that or you have a a third party somewhere outside the tournament who's watching the live broadcast right. and sending you signals through some transmitter yeah. there was a guy a couple years ago that um had some sort of device in his f- shoe that mm-hmm. would vibrate to somehow signal to him what the best move was All right one of these big open tournaments it wasn't the same quality of thing there was an older grandmaster not quite at this top level but like yeah he's pretty good who suddenly started shooting up the rating lists and then they caught him in the bathroom on his phone with an engine, huh? which is just <laughs> what <the> f- <laughs> kind of hilariously low tech. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so Magnus Carlsen still, as of this recording has not clarified mm-hmm. exactly why he left, but a lot of other people are filling in the blanks. Um, Hikaru Nakamura, who's probably the biggest chess streaming presence mm-hmm. and also top 10 level player when he actually plays kind of immediately jumped on the yeah hans is probably cheating train mm-hmm. um and kind of was coming up with some evidence there was some if you watch hans's post-game interviews with the understanding that he is cheating it kind of looks suspicious mm. of course if you watch him with the understanding that he's not cheating it looks like it, a normal it looks interview. like a not a normal interview hans is a weird dude gotcha let's be real here but there are some things that you could sort of conspiracy theory spin out into pretty hard evidence mm-hmm. just a, a a bunch of speculation and people blowing up on both sides and uh kind of blew up into this huge drama where everyone's either team magnus or team hans <laughs> um no definitive evidence has really come out the tournament finished um did he continue to play yeah uh hans continued to play magnus did he win? did not know he drew all the remaining games except when he lost Gotcha. So he finished right around the middle. Maybe
0: that's what he was doing during the pandemic is developing a really advanced way of cheating.
1: It's possible. Um, he did cheat at some point online on chess.com in uh, well he, he claims that he never cheated in a like an online tournament with prize money. Uh-huh. Um, chess.com has not disputed that claim but they did remove him from the lineup from an upcoming online tournament mm. uh, which would have pretty hefty prize money. So there's no hard evidence uh, at this point. Um, The St. Louis chess club that hosted the Sinkfield cup uh, came out last week with a statement that said, we have no evidence and no particular reason to be suspicious of any players play during the tournament. Um, We took pretty serious anti-cheating measures. Um, There are some tells during a game, although it's hard to tell at that level. Mm -hmm. Um, But a sophisticated analyst can often detect cheating gotcha pretty effectively um, they checked the games with some of the best analysts in the world no no obvious signs of cheating
0: it could literally just be that he like was so pissed and wanted to talk shit about Hans and he couldn't do that because then it'd be like slander and he like couldn't if he like said yeah. more about that he would just get in trouble yeah that exactly. probably is what it is
1: yeah it <laughs> could be i I think Magnus genuinely Thinks or thought that he was cheating. Gotcha. Because this is—it's borderline unprecedented for a person, for a player at this caliber to turn out play, uh, to
0: completely pull away,
1: completely pull out of a tournament at this level. Gotcha. Um, basically, not since Bobby Fischer and Bobby Fischer was crazy paranoid about Soviet surveillance and stuff <laughs> like that. So I, I, I tend to think it's pretty unlikely that Hans was cheating. Um, there would be some more. Concrete suspicious activity if he were
0: is this is the first time that Carlson has lost in a while
1: uh yeah, it was his first loss in a classical over the board tournament in his last fifty something games okay, which you is think he's just throwing a hissy fit uh yeah, okay, I think the most likely explanation is Carlson got beat and didn't like the fact that he got beat, and so he jumped to oh, my opponent must be cheating mm. which. If you play on chess.com a lot and you beat someone every hundred games or so, someone will be like, oh, turn off your engine, loser. <laughs> Something like that. It's like when
0: you're it's bad fun. at playing Halo and someone like no scopes you, you're like, you're hacking. It's like, shut yep.
1: up. <laughs> Usually I message him back and I say, thanks. I'm going to take that as a big compliment. Yeah. You think I play like a computer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's no official resolution at this point, but. Really, any possible outcome here is bad. Either Hans cheated in a really high-level event... And he's banned for life. He gets banned for life, and we have to rethink all of our security policies at high-level chess tournaments. Yeah. Hans didn't cheat, and... Magnus is just being a... Magnus is is (laughs) being a a little hissy-fit-throwing quitter, and worse than that, potentially tanking this guy's career forever.
0: Tanking Hans?
1: Yeah. Because if... I mean... Even an unfounded accusation, I, I mean, if the scales of public perception tipped the other way, yeah. Hans never gets invited to another tournament. Yeah, um, It seems at this point like the court of public opinion is kind of coming down on Hans's side, just based on everything that's come out gotcha. since the initial opinion. Um, but it was probably a little more touch and go than it seemed there for a bit. Yeah. Uh, and for a guy that, remember, spent the last two or three years basically hibernation mode Cutting off his friends and family and just doing chess 12 hours a day and going to as many tournaments as he can. He has dedicated his life to this. Yeah. If that gets ripped away from him, that's horrifying. Yeah. And if the situation just stays up in the air where we don't know what actually happened and there's no concrete statements by either side, that's also a terrible outcome Mm -hmm. because there's just this rotten uncertainty sitting at the center of the, the chess world forever now. Yeah. So just astounding. A really ugly situation all around yeah but I bet. anyway anything else yeah uh on a more well i don't know if upbeat is the right adjective here the queen died what uh <laughs> not where i was going with that um no well my so my reward for getting through this chess tournament and putting in a lot of hard prep work for this chess tournament was i could start playing hollow knight
0: nice so i started playing hollow knight nice how far are you uh the last boss you beat
1: I haven't beaten any bosses yet.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so you just started. Yeah. I've, oh yeah, cuz I've played for about,
1: played... I've played for about 2 hours. Gotcha. So um, so I have fought the False Knight 3 times. <laughs> I have not won.
0: Uh, is that the one? No, that's not that one. I'm trying to think of who the False Knight is. Uh, what are his moves?
1: Uh, so he jumps up in the air and smashes down with a sword or he um sort of holds his sword back and then smashes the ground really hard and like a shockwave oh, comes out. Oh yeah. And then once you start hurting him, he throws a tantrum and fireballs come out of the ceiling.
0: Oh, yeah. A lot of jumping. Yep. Yep. Are you, yep. You can't dash yet, can you?
1: I don't think so. If I can, then I haven't figured out the button yet. No,
0: it'll... The Hollow Knight introduces moves very slowly. Okay. Like, you get, like, upgrades and things yeah. and stuff that, like... I, I think when think you so. kill him, you, like... I think it's when you beat a boss, you get a new ability. That would make sense. And so, you may get dashing from him.
1: Mm-hmm. Cool. But, Sounds fun.
0: Yeah. Good luck. Mm -hmm. remember to spend a little bit of time right at the beginning of the fight to kind of like watch all of his patterns and figure out how to counter them before you start bothering with trying to hit him
1: exactly yep Yep. yeah um i'm enjoying it so far Uh, i like the ambiance the sort of gloomy somber ruined kingdom you're just kind of going through the ashes very mysterious um i like the music um i'm still kind of i'm i'm just not good at video games in general so in the little so neither am i the little tutorial so. cave part before you even get to the actual town the yeah. first town there's a spot where you, there's like the classic three ledges that you have to jump up to, yeah. to get out and that took me probably a solid three minutes just <laughs> to land those jumps. <laughs> i was really struggling there with my timing my hand-eye coordination yeah um but we're getting it figured out um, I'm having to unlearn my Mario instinct of trying to jump on top of the bad guys, because <laughs> every now and then I'll be doing just fine and I'll be like, "Woo, boom!" Oh, wait, okay, that didn't work. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's a lot of fun. I'm, I'm, it feels like a game that's going to be really satisfying to start getting more pieces of information and more skills mm-hmm. and sort of filling out the world a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm into it so far. Good. I'm Anything a gamer else now? What I'm a gamer now. You're a gamer now, pro gamer. Pro gamer, right. pro gamer move. Anything else? Nope. All right. I mean, um, I've continued to watch Rings of Power and House of the Dragon. Right. but We'll talk about that at the end.
0: Yeah. Uh, Kaylin and I started watching Avatar again. Nice. Just finished the first season. Very good. Uh, in fact, we just watched the episode that's our, that our namesake is in the uh the Avatar Day. Like, just like that's mm-hmm. why it's called Justice because it's just us. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That episode, what a good show. What a good show. There's so many things, like, uh, there's been a couple things that I've seen, uh, this time around that I never noticed. Uh, for example, Admiral Zhao, um, talks about going Mm -hmm. to the library, and then when they go to the library, the spirit there is like, yeah, um, I don't let anyone in, because last time someone came in, they sought only to destroy uh, that was Zhao, and I never pieced those that together. Oh, that's good. Yeah, just like tiny little little references and stuff that mm-hmm. like, I have seen the show seven times and haven't caught, and I'm mm-hmm. an old man. Um, yeah. Other than that, uh, I read a mysterious affair at the at Styles, which is Agatha Christie's first Hercule Poirot book. Nice. I don't know if you know much about any of that.
1: I have read several Agatha Christie novels, including a couple with Hercule Poirot.
0: Okay. It is his first book. Cool. Um, All right. So I think I need to read more Agatha Christie to be sold on the way that she operates mysteries. Okay. Um, Explain. So I feel that. Antha Christie's books are about solving the mystery Mm -hmm. when Lacare's stuff is about solving the mystery. And by that I mean um it's basically where the perspective is. Mm -hmm. Um so something that I didn't like about the way that she wrote this is that you have your main character watching. Hercule Poirot uh-huh. solve the mystery and come up with stuff on his own, but withhold that information. Mm-hmm. I'll get to it in a little bit. There's there's a counter to it that I've been Cut. I've been talking to Kalen about this a lot. Um, and so, on the surface, it feels like it you're getting a lot of Deus Ex information,
1: mm-hmm.
0: where like the information is known to to the 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 detective for a while. Only for him to go, haha! reveal! Uh-huh. Um, when, with George Smiley, you are following his process every step of the way. You know everything that he has thought of and wh- yep. how he rules things out and stuff like that.
1: All of those files he so intricately pours over in excruciating real-time detail. Yes. You're there for it. Which is... And riveted the whole way.
0: Yeah. I st- <laughs> uh, somehow. <laughs> um, also, I think it's how you approach reading it. Mm-hmm. And I think that because I have read so much more espionage, so much more meaning three books compared to zero. Mm-hmm. Um, I approached this, I approached Agatha Christie's book the wrong way where I was expecting to be told the information that detec- the detective knows uh-huh. and be piecing it together as he goes. Okay. Um, but you kind of are at least in this book. So my only experience is this book. Uh, mm-hmm. All I have um, so there's an example where uh, kind of part of the whole one of the characters was like yeah I woke up when the table was knocked over there's a point in the book where he go where Hercule Hercule goes uh, to the main character stay here and then he goes off and the characters it's in first person so mm-hmm. he's like and I just kind of sat, sat there a couple people came and went I don't really know what he's doing and then he came back about 30 minutes later he's like did you hear it he's like no like interesting and then he moved on uh-huh. and like that's it and like when that happened i was like oh that's probably important not remembering that earlier in the uh-huh. book that character was like i heard the table knocked over and like they pointed out that he was put in that character's room uh-huh. um and then that that was when like at the end of the book when he's kind of explaining everything how he kind of like pieced everything together he mm-hmm. was like i this was a lie because i figured yeah. this out and so it's uh you are forced to make note of the things as they like the information is given to you in different perspectives, yeah, um, I don't like that basically if you don't follow it the same way the main character doesn't follow it, and then Poirot at the end's like basically, you didn't catch it, you're a. F- an idiot like (laughs) he's kind of like that by the
1: end of like but he has an accent so he's like you are an (laughs) idiot and imbecile
0: exactly like he like basically roasts the main character all the time anytime he doesn't like piece it together he's like you fool i was like have you read come on have you
1: read any sherlock holmes
0: i have not but i've been really that's kind of what i figured it was uh because she and i were talking about that because kaylin used to read uh a lot of sherlock holmes except
1: when he does it it's in a british accent so he's like Blimey, Governor, you will not missed everything here. <laughs> That's... There were so many clues, I... and you just ro- they washed you right over your head like a, like a
0: stiff evening breeze. I needed uh, Cockney Sherlock Holmes more than anything <laughs> in my life right now. <laughs> I need straight-up, like, uh, Michael Caine <laughs> Cockney. I'm
1: sure Cockney Holmes.
0: Um, but, yeah, so I... As of right now, I think I prefer espionage.
1: I think it is more your speed.
0: Um, I also think that, like, you can't do espionage in Agatha Christie's perspective... Or in Agatha Christie's method, because espionage is so much more complicated. Mm -hmm. Um, You are so much more worried about, like... So something about um, Christie's murders are... Or Christie's mysteries are... One thing happened, and this is how uh these six people uh what their actions were within that night basically mm-hmm. uh and you get a little bit of like kind of intrigue of like their relations um with the espionage it's you have either an information you need to figure out mm-hmm. um or it's mostly information you need to figure out rather than like right. who did it who done it right. um and you have these like at least let's let's say tinker taylor soldiers by the classic one sure you've got these suspects and you have years of history of what these people have done
1: not to mention all the complex geopolitical entanglements behind the scenes
0: exactly and like how each of those people are involved in all Mm -hmm. of these geopolitical entanglements. you can't do a Poirot style detective story with espionage no um but I think I prefer that. I think I prefer complexity.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, I think the the Agatha Christie novels they they offer complexity, but in a different sort of way. Mm-hmm. Um, I see them as more of an intricately constructed puzzle box. Yeah, and it's very self contained. It's very small, um, but there are a lot of layers and little yeah hidden. In it. And so I think uh, if you can appreciate it on that level for its complexity, maybe it'll
0: yeah. appeal to so, you. Yeah. And that's exactly like by the end of the book, I was like, here's kind of my problem. And then just the way that I am, where I start talking about it. I'm like, oh mm-hmm. well, I kinda like I think actually the first time I started to kind of realize that it's how I approached reading it mm-hmm. was when I was telling Gage, our editor, about mm-hmm. having read it and my thoughts. And I mean there's so many more books, but I've got a bunch of other books I need to finish reading, uh, before I can right. I think she would be like have risty would be kind of a good um like filler book for me. Yeah. Cuz like quick it, reads. I read that book in two in like 3 days, I think, yeah. which is the fastest I've ever put a book down or put a book read through a book. Dune? Um oh, that's true. But that's also that's because I was literally 12 hours on the road yeah. and had nothing else to do. Yep. Uh this was done like in my straight up like I'm going to bed a couple hours. Yeah. Um which Lacare, you cannot do no it took me like a month to get through one of those books <laughs> um but yeah so that was my uh she we went to the store uh went to barnes and noble uh on one of our date nights and we mm-hmm. each chose out a book for another oh um, that's really cute which is cute except i have one she's read so many books so i'm already <laughs> like i don't know what she's read I have a general understanding of what she likes. I knew she loved Percy Jackson and I know she loves Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. And so I was kind of intending to go that direction, okay. even though she says she doesn't really like fantasy, but she likes Harry Potter and some things are not adding up. Here. Um, but she definitely loves romances, but she like, I think she likes dramas more okay. like that most. And so basically one of our friends, Emily, who works at Barnes and Noble, mm-hmm. uh, and who reads a lot of books was there. Uh, and so I asked her for help, and then Kaylin got me Agatha Christie because she figured that would be at my speed, which is like it's definitely <laughs> a good like, yes, it's a good choice. Um, I got her some, uh, it's a called the the Poison Study.
1: I'm not um, aware of it. Huh? I'm not aware of it.
0: It is. So it's a fantasy book, but it's like kind of fantasy light where it doesn't put too much emphasis on the world building part of it. Mm-hmm. It's like, there's this world. Eh, I'll tell you about things as they become relevant. Uh, but it's basically cool. like, I think uh, it's a person who's there's like assassination attempts on her. I can't exactly remember. There's like some romance in it. There's mm-hmm. a lot of drama. There's a mystery to it. And like she said, she enjoyed and enjoyed it. Uh, she also said the word it's fine. um, which, anytime she says the word fine, I will just go to... Uh, she even said that like the engagement ring was fine one time and I uh, gave her shit. I still give her shit for it. Mm-hmm. Um, But hopefully that one... But she's still reading through the series. There's like nine books in that series. And she's like, well, now oh. I read the first one. I can't not read the rest of them. And I'm like... "That's. I mean, that's your... <laughs> it's up to you. <laughs> it's up to you.
1: I read but... two volumes of The Walking Dead and was like, yeah, that's probably good enough. For
0: <laughs> 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 uh, so Yeah. Uh, I read that. Watched an Avatar. Uh, I played the entire game of Portal in one night. Whoa. Um, Nathan, her, uh, Kaylin's brother was over. Uh, and he just got the Steam Deck, which is basically you can play Steam games on a kind of a Switch like thing. Oh, um, cool. And so Portal Two is one of the games you can play on that. And he'd like, he like is like, you want to play a little bit? And I was like, yeah. And I did level. And, I mm-hmm. passed it back and forth. I was like, man, I gotta get back and play Portal again, because it's been forever. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't realize how short of a game Portal nah. was. Uh, it took me like three hours to get through the entire game. Okay. Uh, but I just started playing Portal 2, which takes a lot longer to get through. Good, And I just love the humor in it. You should play Portal. I think you should like, it's okay. a super simple game. Uh, I think it might be on Switch. Maybe it is. I don't know. Uh, but it's a it's a solid game. It's funny. It's mm-hmm classic easy puzzles like not easy like it definitely gets harder right uh the story is interesting enough sure uh but portal 2 is a phenomenal game
1: all right um so i'll make note of that yeah
0: uh yeah that's pretty much it
1: cool i did
0: read a lot of uh i finished up the whole green lantern stuff but mm-hmm. i'm kind of tired of talking about that it was fine as it should be it was good as a whole how do big... you think
1: jeff johns feels when you say eh, it was fine
0: uh probably mad as mad yeah. as I feel, whenever yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it was it was good. Uh, also, Jeff Johns hadn't been writing by the time the end of that oh. series. Uh, basically, the new gods, like you know, High Father and everybody, yeah, showed up and were like, "Hey, we the uh, the ultimate um, god." Basically, Kyle Rayner went across the Source Wall, which is the end of the uh, edge of the universe, and uh, got the Life Equation. Which is basically the uh, mathematical equation for all life in the universe. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the one that Doomsday wants to. Oh, not, he wants the Doomsday. anti-life yeah, equation, yeah, which is the equation it. to, uh, yeah, to to like control everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and Highfather was like, "Yeah, the only way to defeat." And so it was kind of like starting to build up to the dar- uh, Dark Side War, mm-hmm. which is like this big crossover at the end of the New Fifty Two. Uh, and he was like, "Yeah, the only way to stop Dark Side is to actually like get." the life equation, and he has the life equation, and he got the life equation by uh, utilizing all of the rings, and so we're gonna go and collect a whole bunch of one of each of the rings, mm-hmm. and turn it into this mace that I can destroy things with or some shit.
1: Why does this kind of feel like Sauron? Collecting a bunch of the rings and then Getting he's a got mace. a big mace and destroying yeah. things with it? Maybe. huh?
0: Um Which it was, it was interesting enough. I don't really remember a whole lot of it. It's so obviously not super memorable. Great. Good um, stuff. It was also one of those really annoying things where it was the, uh, you have to read oh. volume or issue 34 of Green Lantern, 34 of Green Lantern Corps, 34 of Green Lantern New Guardians, seven of Sinestro, because that one started way later. Right. Um, but that I finished pleasant. that. Red Red Agatha Christie, now back to reading my next stack of comics, which includes All-Star Western, which I started reading forever ago when we were recording, Mm -hmm. and I do remember enjoying it a lot, which I am still enjoying it. Good to know. I'm one and a half volume in, so I won't talk about it too much, but I got that, got a whole bunch of comics I'm about to blitz through, Mm -hmm. Um, so I'll update you on all that stuff later. The next book I'm going to read is... Silmarillion... Pretty sure it's about it's about a kid with cancer. Fault in Our Stars. Not that one.
1: Mighty Thor.
0: Flowers for Algernon. Oh.
1: Uh, or whatever is whatever yeah. that yeah. yeah 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 that
0: one yeah okay that's, that's next on my list cool yeah it's one of her favorite books and I do this thing where if she says she wants something or like she like expresses a de- desire for it I'll be aloof about it and be like oh okay or just kind of like brush her off and mm-hmm. then secretly do it. Um, the plan was to secretly read the entire book and then make a reference to it. Um, but one, the only time I ever read is when she's, when we're both in bed Right. and I can't hide that. Uh, and two, I'm, no. you
1: do the book, you, like, you do the book inside of Comet, aside, but you do a like, book. wow, you've
0: been reading all-star Western volume four for a long time. I'm like, yeah.
1: Yeah. It's just, it really intricate dialogue. <laughs> I'm really, really trying to get into it. Gotta, I'm like, re-read pages over. Here. Yeah.
0: Uh, but no, I told her I can't. Uh, did th- I did it with cookies. She was like, I really want cookies. I'm like, okay. I already had alcohol, so I can't, well, I- which was true. I had already mm-hmm. been drinking, so I couldn't go anywhere. And then I just ordered them online and got <laughs> them delivered.
1: Nice. Um, Good fiance. Yep. Can't
0: wait to get stuck doing this all the time.
1: <laughs> yep. You set uh, the expectations. Now you're going to have to live with that for the rest of your life. I'm all right with that. Good.
0: Bank account's not, but I don't give a shit. Uh, that's all I've been doing. Cool. Anything else? Nope. Shall we?
1: We shall. Let's
0: get out of here. I got to drive early in the morning.
1: Hey.
0: 13 hours on the road.
1: Uh, Lord of the Rings audiobooks.
0: Uh, I've got a critical role to catch up on because apparently in the most recent episode or one of the more recent episodes, uh, half the players' characters died, like straight up died. Oh. Uh, and everyone in the community is like, oh my God, that was traumatic. Nice. So I'm excited. Okay. I like trauma. All right. Trauma's fun.
1: Good stuff. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Podbean, and wherever our other fine podcasts are sold. Uh, check us out on TikTok at Justice Losers Pod, where you should... Let me see if I can do this. Like, share, comment, follow, save. Yeah! Nailed it. Saved myself in the end there. Core five tenets of our faith. Um, if you're here from TikTok, thanks for sticking around. I uh, hope you enjoyed. Uh, betting you didn't, but you know that's okay. You tried. That's that's, that's what matters. Uh, or we tried, I guess. That's what really matters here. Uh, we're on Facebook, sort of. Um, we're on Twitter, sort of, at Just Us Instagram also at Just Us Losers Pod. Uh, we have a Gmail, justusloserspod at gmail.com. Where, dang it, I actually had a relevant Bionicle reference for once. Um, I was going to say Hollow Knight. Feels a lot like, in some sense, uh, Bionicle Matoran Adventures for the Game Boy Advance, which was my first ever video game, uh, okay. which I do still own and very occasionally will get back out and play. Doesn't, <laughs> doesn't really hold up to seven-year-old me's expectations, nope. but um, it's fun. Uh, it's okay. Let's see. Uh, look forward to next week when it's going to be a slow news week again, because everything all got dumped during D23. Yeah. I guess uh, Netflix is doing ta dumb. Oh, yeah. Or too dumb, or just too the dumb. Wrong,
0: the wrong words. Yeah. What the
1: sound is. Yeah. Uh, they're they're doing their little expo, bunch of trailers. So we'll get to see some of that stuff, and um, we'll we'll tell you about it. It'll be a good time. Uh, in the meantime, I think that's everything I got. So thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.